previously on The Guilty Party. Why is the Galvari Dominion sending assassins out? I was just sent here to make sure that this man reached the place that he was supposed to get to and make sure nobody else came snooping around at this house. Not always it's a bad. Not all of the Arcane Sentinels want to see us since dead. I'm aware. But we have our orders now, don't we? We do. The gentleman that you were interrogating there implied that while it's entirely illegal for them to be here, uh, more Sentinels You've just arrived back at the gates of Comis with your prisoner and mittens in tow. What would you like to do? Are we in the city? Just outside. So we just, or is there guards at the door? Yes. Uh, we should... And it's sort of late afternoon. Could you uh, see can I go and chat with them, please? You're just outside the city wall. Can I go and chat with them, please? Uh, sure, why not? Thank you. I'm gonna go up to the guards. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go. Hi, um, we've, uh, found some people who probably shouldn't be in the uh, free cities, yeah. Well, what kind of people? Um, do you know, do you, do you know Galvan? Hmm? Yes, and you can see that the, he sort of like shifts nervously at this point. You, uh, all you can see of him is like a human male face, the rest of it's uh, covered in the armour of, of this place. Um, well, we might have found two of, two residents of Galvan. Uh, that in itself is not illegal. Uh, these residents were carrying uh, blades made of arcanocytes. This is problematic, but not entirely illegal. Um, the symbols that they had on them were those of the arcane sentinels. And you see, at that point, his eyes just widen, his eyebrows shoot up, and he's like, "Well, we have one of them. The other one's in the desert somewhere." Is this one alive? Uh, yeah. Uh, and he just sort of motions to the, the other guard that's standing next to him, nods his head as you see him pull out a pair of manacles. Uh, and he just says, uh, show me where he is. I, I must arrest him immediately. Uh, I think we've already found the chains. Uh, no, it's, it, it is a rope. It's, yeah. The clothes. Very weird chains. <laughs> If it is rope, I, I would prefer to have him in manacles. Of course, of course. Uh, so they, he goes over and, and claps the manacles on him and then takes the rope off. And he says, uh, uh, you, are, you, are, you all have done a service for Comus and the Free Cities today. Um, I assume you have more information about what, what yes. happened here. And we will directly hand that information over to someone who has more authority and power. Oh, naturally. Um, I will take you to Castle Comis, uh, where you can speak with, uh, if not the Kisaran herself, then uh, the Major Domo. Excellent, excellent. Um, we take us there, please. Uh, by the way, um, the one we did bring back might have a couple of um, minor injuries. From the battle, from the battle. Yes, the battle. Yes, the battle. Yes. The battle. <laughs> Meet him, tell him. Make a deception check with advantage. Who's making it? You said guidance. it badly. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I totally get advantage because people are saying... Yes, like, yes. I'm guidance. Yeah. I'm guidance Ooh. you. Well. Oh no. Oh, that's better than mm-hmm. nothing. That's 17. 17? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? Battle. He just kind of like raises an eyebrow and he says, Right. If you don't say anything, I won't. I like this man. He knows how to work. What was it me? I, I, I don't... Don't the less you anything. say, the less the police. Say what? Precisely. No, what? Say what? Just keep. Come with me. Let's <laughs> walk. Come with me if you want to leave. Um, <laughs> you you take a glance back and Mittens is just like paws up to his face, shaking yeah, his head, just like, yeah. oh, what have I done? Mittens trying to get on the shoulders. I was going to offer. Um, I wouldn't mind if you're offering. Cool. Uh, he just kind of like scampers up and sits on your shoulder. Oh my god. Um, no, it's really not. Shut up. Yours can't talk. <laughs> it's immortal. So it's, uh, it takes about it? 10 minutes for the pair, uh, 10 minutes for this guard to lead you through the city, Castle Comus. 
uh, and you see that it is um, it, it's quite a grand castle now that you get close to it. Uh, all of the shapes on it are very it's like a very angular design. There's no where some of the buildings have had like domes and, and uh, rounded edges. This is all very angular very geometric square. shapes. Uh, not necessarily square. You can see there's like octagonal designs oh, in it and uh, lots of sort of um, screen screen windows that have uh, geometric patterns and like yeah. fractal patterns in them. Um, Math. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be seen, Math. Um, We're not American. It's maths. <laughs> what? Yeah, so if you were going to say what are you feeling, he wouldn't say math. He would I, say I'd math. say maths. <laughs> um, so yeah, you are led through uh, a, an archway that um, it, it almost reminds you of uh, dwarven architecture in the sense that it's the, the angular nature of it going up in sort of like a, a six-sided shape from the ground. Um, led through there into uh, a courtyard that has, uh, in contrast to the desert surroundings that you're in, uh, there are fountains to the left and right uh, that feed flower beds around them. Uh, they have benches there where there are sort of people from the court uh, of the of the Kisaran have, have met here. You can see people that look as if they, they carry themselves with some form of importance. Um, Lots of emblems here that uh, not not religious emblems, but you suspect emblems of either position or station that are unfamiliar to to all of you because I think I don't think any of you are from from the free cities. No. So yeah, the raised in free cities, <coughs> but I was made in the wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> um, still, the you haven't really come across many of the yeah, yeah. the the upper echelons of society. You would describe this as. Um, so the you you take note of the emblems, but yeah. you don't really know what they mean. Yeah. Again, these are all the, like geometric designs that use different uh, different polygons as uh, as different stations. So you're not really sure what they mean, but uh, they, they they look as if they represent something on these people. Yeah. Um, you go through the courtyard and are led into uh, an antechamber, uh, like a an entrance chamber. Um, the guard that was leading you in uh, speaks to a guard that has a more ornate um, uniform and says to him, uh, these people have arrived in the city with uh, quite troubling news. If you could uh, if I could speak with the Major Domo, um, I, I would be very grateful. Uh, the guard Nod uh, and takes the one that was uh, that was leading you here. Takes Goran with him. Who? Your prisoner. Oh, oh he had a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a person. Well, he's leading him off. If you want to say anything. Um, yeah. And like, why are you taking? Why are you taking him? Uh, the the other uh, the, the more ornate guard answers and says um. Uh, this man will be taken to the dungeons. Um, I would prefer if we, um, mm, I don't know. I'm going to the cote. Why am I talking to the mind. Uh, I'm going to go to the prisoner. I've got, I forgot his name already. Go, go, go on and just go. Uh, goodbye. And it was nice to know you. And she's kind of like gives you a strange look and says, oh, good, goodbye. <laughs> I suppose. You know, I tried to give you a chance. Um, Hopefully we'll see each other again. We'll be in better circumstances. He, he can't wait here. I, uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> if they want to drown you, you probably should. I go around. I'll make sure. Speak on your behalf. Yeah, the, the guard just kind of gives a tug on the manacles and, and leads him off. Um, <laughs> A minute or two later, um, those the pair of guards come back with a third person, uh, a woman in uh, quite light flowing clothes, uh, in shades of <laughs> in shades. <laughs> yeah, yes, in shades. 
Shades in tight. Shades of sort of a, a sky blue that has um, a gold trim, gold trim and gold embroidery around these uh, like flared pants and um, <laughs> disco stew. <laughs> disco stew is playing for you. Flared pants and quite like a, a floaty material, but designing for desert climbs, yeah. hot wear. Um, hot wear? <laughs> so it's it designed to be worn, worn in hot climates. Um, she comes over to you and says, uh, are uh, these the people? And the guard kind of nods. And she says, um, uh, I am Mina, the major domo of the Kisara. It seems like something to write. Very nice to meet you. Yeah. Mina. Pleasure. And uh, your names are? Um, well, I'm Osbert. Osbert. Uh, what race Dahlia. is she? Uh, she appears to be human with sort of like a, a dark skin. I am Hanno Hanno. You can call me Hanno. That is an interesting name. Hanno. Thank you. It's so and nice you say it twice. And uh, you? Ah, you may call me Badger. 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 And uh, it, it, she sort of looks at mittens on your shoulder and says, And is this your pet? Uh, and he says, uh, Oh, she thought. <laughs> He just kind of like where he was sat on your shoulder, gets back up onto his hind legs and stands up. And he says, "No, no, I, I'm I'm quite capable of talking for my, for myself. Uh, my name is Mittens. Uh, it's a parasite. You, <laughs> you could just say she has like this quizzical look on her face, but like a uh, smile as well as like she's attached to his Interesting. She says, "A uh, a, a pleasure to meet you." Mittens. You see the top hat, he's quite a, ah. a, a high up gentleman. Uh, I am permitted to take you to an audience with the Kisaran so that you may explain to her yourself what it is that you encountered out in the desert. Who? I thought she was the Kisaran. No, I am the major domo of the Kisaran. What? Uh, what's that? Yes. Are you like the personal assistant? Uh, you could say that, yes. Yes. Like a steward. Yes, a steward would be uh, a good term. If you would do the honour of following me, please. I'm going to go back to Badger quickly. Like, Badger. Yes. You know that symbol I gave you? What symbol? Oh, that symbol. I'm going to need it back. Okay, you can have it back. Thank you. Gives it you back. Um, So she leads you through the through the castle. Uh, through sort of like the, the palace, yeah. While she's leading us, can I ask her, um, excuse me, how do we address the Grand Pooba? Uh, um, the, whatever the... the Kisara. Uh, that one. How do <laughs> You should address her as your eminence. My eminence? Your, no, your eminence. Your eminence? Yes. Okay. Eminence. Eminence. My eminence. <laughs> <laughs> We have to wake her up. version of the day. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? We have to wake her up. Wake her up. Oh. I've got more. So, <laughs> she leads you through. Um, most of the interior of this seems to be made from uh, variants of white stone. Uh, there are uh, elements of alabaster, marble, uh, various other material. Uh, limestone as well mm -hmm. and uh, the throne room that you're led into uh, these doors open into an octagonal room with white pillars that rise up 40 feet to an opening in the ceiling that just opens out into the sky the woman that you presume to be the Kasaran sits on a throne that appears to be carved from a single piece of white stone uh, and the back of it comes up to looks like uh, a pair of bird wings behind her and um, she holds her hands steepled in front of her face like this with uh, arms on the, the sides of the throne uh, and you can see that uh, she has a pale purple veil that covers her face you, it's the material, you can just sort of make out the, the shape of the face where it falls on our features like our nose and our cheeks. Um, but you can't really see anything other than that. 
uh, and a, a beautiful ornate robe trimmed and embroidered in gold. Um, sort of like a, it, it's almost like a variation of uh, the one that the major domo wears, but in a in a purple colour and a lot more ornate. Um, as the the major domo walks across the middle of the room, uh, sort of motions for you to stand at the doors while she announces you. Uh, and she walks in and says, uh, Your Eminence, visitors from outside the free cities bring news and dire information that you may wish to know. Visitors, I present to you the Kisaran of Comis, Kadira Sarzan. What did you say? The Kisaran of Comis, Kadira Sarzan. Again? <laughs> I'm sorry, you are, you're talking a foreign language here. Kadira. Kadira. Sarzan. Sausage. <laughs> cool. Uh, and you see the, the Kisaran on the throne, you see the head sort of like nod. Uh, the Majordomo gestures for you to enter the room. Uh, we enter, uh, and I immediately go into a really over-exaggerated bow. <laughs> That's a dab. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sitting down. <laughs> but it'd be like... <laughs> that, that, that is a dab. Well, I'm, I'm dab bow. It's 2019, John. That's <laughs> ah. how you introduce yourself, George. <laughs> <laughs> no, a bow. Uh, over-exaggerated bow. So, so why don't you go up and dab at the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the rest of you do? Hey, I also have this slowly bow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got like a stand at the back, just like knock your head. Okay. Oh, you're the... The Mina, the major domo, approaches the there's like four steps that lead up to the throne. Uh, she goes and stands on the first step, turns round to face you, and says, um, "The Kisaran wishes to know uh, what is the nature of the news that you bring her." Okay, um, I'm just gonna like walk up a little bit. Um, Kisaran, um, there's been a bit of a intrusion from Galmar. Uh, you just see a uh, nod. Is this actually a person? Uh, make a perception check. Can I do that as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm good to catch you. Oh, look, everyone's oh, rolling on the No, 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 I was trying to. Oh, it's good because I did not roll too good. Oh, I did good. Um, I got 16. No, sorry, 17. <laughs> 18. I got 11. I got 6. Oh, is it perception? Uh-huh. I got a 9. Um, yeah, it's definitely a person behind there. You can, I mean, the the, the hands robot. are sort of the the sleeves cut off mid forearms, so you can see the the dark skin of the Kasarin's forearms, and her hands have got like uh, there's lots of rings on all of the fingers and golden bracelets as well. Xerxes from two hundred. Kind, not quite as as garish. So <laughs> Humanoid is all you can tell because you can't see the face under the veil. You can make out the features, like you can see where it falls on the brow, the nose, and the cheeks. Um, but other than that, can't really see insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the hands are just almost constantly in this steepled position. Um, so the uh, Mina, the major domo, says to you, um, "You mention an incursion." An incursion, yes. Um, Your Eminence, do you know what an arcane sentinel is? There's a there's a slight pause. You see a flicker of uh, Mina's eyebrow as it it goes to raise up, and then she like she she sort of like reins it in, uh, and she says, "We are aware of the arcane sentinels." While they may be great protectors of Galvar and its people, um, obviously they're not allowed in the free cities, I assume. I would not say that they are not allowed, but they have no jurisdiction to carry out their, their, their writ. But you see, the ones that attacked us did. 
we were at a house investigating something, and two um, men dressed in arcane in the arcane sentinel garb, wielding blades of arcanocyte, attacked us. Are we to understand that the prisoner is an arcane sentinel? Yes. The other one is in the desert, if, an if unfortunate casualty of the battle that commenced. If I may interject here, uh, the Arcane Sentinels also took pr- a prisoner who is a wizard, which they should not have been allowed to do. And Mittens pipes up at this point and he says, um, uh, yes, the, the, the wizard that was kidnapped is my master. Uh, his name is Halaster and was a citizen of Galvar until a, a couple of years ago but decided to migrate south into the free cities um, to continue his research uh, continue his research uninterrupted I just kind of just went down to Mitch and so I'm like should we tell her about the notes? Um, Mitten says to you um, I, th- I think we should perhaps if it's going to further their investigation or help us out help them out Right. Get carry some favour with them. We I think we should tell them everything. I think we should keep the spellbook at least. Oh yes, I mean I I need that. Yes, um, the notes. Have I got all of the possible information I could have gained from the notes? You think so? Okay, that's good then. Um, I mean, can we trust her? Can we talk about the notes? Uh, he says, I don't think we have much choice if we want this to go any further. Uh, Mina sort of sees that there's a hushed discussion here and says, Something you would like to say? What about you, Mr. Nippitons? Uh, Mitten says, um, We, if, if it would help, um, we found some notes that may help the investigation. Um, uh, notes of the research that my master was conducting, uh, which I... I believe uh, caused the trouble in the first instance. Um, if you think they may be helpful, we'd be willing to share copies with you. Um, there's, a, there's a pause. Um, and then Mina says, uh, if you believe that uh, they will assist in either the interrogation or determining why the Arcane Sentinels were here, we would be grateful for the copies of those notes. Um. Uh, wait, why would we do that one? Exchange it rather than just giving her the notes. You can make a copy with pen and paper oh, and well. then you will give them the copy. I know, I'm just you will saying time. Do it later, you can go and give Cop. it to the jail. I'm just making sure. Your Eminence, while there are arcane centers in the free cities, personally I do believe that this is merely the work of a few rogues. I do not believe it's the Galvar sent them. Um, I believe it's just the Verdant Spire has. Mina says, um, that may be true. However, this could be the spark that ignites a diplomatic crisis between our two nations. Um, Major Domo, please. Of all people, I would know that Galvar would not try and interfere with the free cities. Until today, I would have to agree with you. But the evidence that you brought before her eminence suggests otherwise. If Galvar really was trying to threaten um, the free cities, why would I personally bring you this Arkin Sentinel. Why would you? To show peace between Galvar and the Free Cities. Do you claim to speak as a representative of Galvar? I do. As as whom? Um I did say my name was Osbart. Um my full name is Osbart Favan. Uh, a elf of Trigarin. On the border with um, what's the, what's the dragon place called again? Tiger. From the border city of uh, Trigarin with Tiger. 
there's like a quite a long pause there as like you can see Mina's processing this information as well and there's like the the, the steepled hands of, of the major domo sort of like um the sort of like open and closing sequence as she sort of like it, it's the it looks like the evil finger steeple <laughs> but it's like <laughs> as she like taps the fingers against each other but it, it like the fingers run run against each other once and that's it. That's like the most movement you've seen out of out of the Kisaran. Um as Mina says, um Then, Osbert, we are eternally grateful for the information you have brought us today. We will question this person who you claim is an arcane sentinel and corroborate your story. After that after that, we will see. But know that from this day, you will be known as friends of Comis. Um, you have done a service for this city. How will you be questioning the prisoner? Vigorously. With certain pointy tools? No, we are not that barbaric. Oh, good. Um, it's... It's simply, um, but how do you, are you planning to punish him? If he is found to have committed crimes against the free cities, he will be punished accordingly. Right. Um, I would like to at least say on his behalf, he was willing and very cooperative. And he won't need, and there won't be any requirement for any certain pointy tools. Pointy tools are bad. Duly noted. Yes. If I may, not to sound rude or anything, uh, your, uh, the, um, your, the, your eminence the, uh, does not talk. This is unusual, no? As, as we were here to talk to the, uh, to the um, Carissa, and yet... And you are. You are talking in her presence. And yet you are responding. This is the bit I am trapped upon. The, the, the... I am authorised to speak for the Kisara. I did not mean no disrespect. This is unusual to me. No disrespect is taken. You are unfamiliar with our customs. But the majordomo of the house, especially in Comis, for centuries now, it is tradition that the majordomo speaks for the Kisaran. So how do you know exactly what they want to say? Is it the telepathic thing? Or is it like you're just, you're just very similar people? The Majordomo and the Kisaran are close in, uh, in the respect that we, you can see I try and sort of like struggle to explain how this relationship works, like you, why she speaks for the one who's allegedly in charge. Um, she sort of like she stumbles over sentences a couple of times and then she says the the Kisaran and I convene on a regular basis to decide on matters of policy and security and how the, how the city will be run It is only those who are closest to the Kisaran who speak with her, to person to person. This is a, this is interesting for me, but thank you for explaining. You are welcome. Anything we can do to help uh, outsiders understand our customs. But it seems very lonely. This is the price of power. I do not think this is true. Someone can be powerful and still have a lot of people to talk to. I mean, it's their customs. Let yes. them deal with what they, they call them. believe where power resides. Your evanescence. So yeah, Mina says, Mina says, uh, 
if uh, if there is nothing else, if there is no more that you would like to put before her eminence, uh, I will bid you a good afternoon. And once again, thank you for what you have done. Uh, as like she she steps down from the the first step leading up to the throne, sort of like bows to you uh, and sort of gestures for you to leave the room. Bow back and turn around. Yeah. We leave the room. There's definitely someone sitting on that chair though, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is it a corpse? No, it's well, you, you, you've seen yeah. it move, you've seen it react. Yeah, but it's definitely there. It's, it's not like just there. a projection of it there. Well, like, for a six perception. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for like the 18 oh, perception. Even dead. on an 18, you on an 18, yes, there is definitely a person there. There is a person sitting in that throne. I don't think there's someone sitting there. I don't think there's someone sitting there. Right, I don't trust this seat. So, as you leave the room and go back out in the palace antechamber uh, and then back into the, the courtyard with the fountains, uh, what would you like to do? Would you like to go back out or...? Have we got rooms, by the way? It's been like two weeks since we've been here. Uh, no, it's only been a couple of days. Uh, no, outside of the game. <laughs> uh, I can't remember if we have rooms. We've got rooms, got rooms, rooms at the Smiling Naga. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I need a rest. I need to wake up. I mean, it's, it's, it's kicking on to evening now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so this is like the first thing we've done well for came back to call this from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll be a bit tired. Oh my god. Hey, cat. <laughs> Meet it. Yes? Where are you going to stay? Are you coming with us? Um. If you wish to study the book, that would be best. I think that would be advantageous. So. Who, whose room would you like to share? Um, well, if, if we're going to be studying the book, then... How many rooms are you here? Sorry. I mean, he's a cat. I, I, I don't take up much space. Yes, okay. I have a spare bed. So, how do you want to split this? Like it's always... It's oh, oh yeah, because you're, you, you're a couple, so yes. I, get, <laughs> I, I get... Yeah, we get our rooms there. What? I mean, in future, I don't mind sharing with you. So, just heading back to yeah, the back smiling to Naga. Different topic, yes. Okay. Um, okay, so, smiling Naga. It takes you about uh, five or ten minutes to head across the, the part of the city that you need na to navigate. Uh, round the, the market, uh, which is... Uh, everything's kind of... You can see everything's shutting up for the day. Uh, the traders packing up their stalls and heading home. Um, into the Smiling Naga, and if I remember right, it's a silver dragonborn behind the bar there. Yeah, yes. Is. Yeah. Um, sees you come in. Um, familiar with you now. Did he have a name? Did you ask his name? Most people have a name. No, we don't. We just call him the Yeah, you do. And we will continue so, to do We probably did because we bought a bottle of alcohol from Yes, we did, yes. We've got Thai caffeine liqueur. Yeah, you have. So we need a body for the I think this is the... Call no, this, might, this might be the one person's name that I haven't written down. He's an MK Cry. We should call him Qui-Gon. Aye. He serves gin. Ha <laughs> 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 And just going straight to bed. There's no drink for me. You like a bottle of Qui-Gon's gin? <laughs> I got the gym. Um so you you go back into the into the smiling naga. Daxan. Was it Daxan? It may have been. That oh. actually that sounds familiar. Works for me. He's Daxan. I don't think I did. I don't know. Because I've got, I've got Daxan as somebody. I'm not sure whether it was... Uh, oh no, that was the... Uh, that was the tavern keeper in... The previous the, tavern. Yeah, in the Pearl, it was the Pearl of Fire tavern. Right. Um, Daxan was the guy there where he told you about Bray, the woman with the quasits. Mm. In the second not zero. Oh, him. Yes. Yeah, Daxan was there. So yeah, that's not his oh. name. So, um, into the Smiling Naga, and the Silver Dragon Ball in, is still behind the bar. Who shall not be called Paul? <laughs> um, clocks you as you come in, as he's, he's familiar with you, sort of coming and going fairly regularly now. 
sort of waves over and says, Hey, evening. Hello there, my friend. Another day successful uh, adventuring? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you've, you've picked up a pet there. Uh, Mittens just goes, I'm, I'm, I'm not a pet. I mean, what's I, a bit flash out? <laughs> I, I'm. I can talk. I'm. I'm. I'm cognizant. Yes, I'm, you can. I'm, I'm little buddy. I, I can do things. I'm perfectly capable of speaking to myself. Who's our smart little boy? Who's our smart little boy? He does really good tricks, doesn't he? Do you want to do a trick? Go um, on. <laughs> the, the the dragonborn kind of like puts down the cloth that he had in his hand and says, uh, "Pardon me, sir. I, uh, I did not mean to offend Would you." Would you like a soul from milk? <laughs> Mittens just goes, um, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll a round of milk sauces for everyone. <laughs> I'm going straight to bed. Um, I don't care what happens. We should perhaps start on the fighting. That strikes me as a good idea. Let Let's do that. Uh, so are you going up with mittens to study the book? You two standing down in the bar. Yeah, and um, I'm gonna go up to the innkeeper and ask. Um, sorry, what's your name, by the way? Oh, how rude of me. Uh, it, it, it strikes me as incredibly it's, odd that I didn't fault. introduce myself. <laughs> it's incredibly rude. Uh, uh, my name is Inzul. Inzul. Um, or Paul. <laughs> in the native tongue. Inzul. Uh, and, and you are? Um, Osbert. Osbert. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Pleasure to meet you. And too. your friend here? And I, I, sit, I sit next to him on, the, like, on one of the stools we have. Uh, nice to meet you, I'm Dahlia. Dahlia. Charmed. Um, I know that you sell many different types of liqueurs. I do, I do indeed. Um, I do you do you any other? Do you sell any other substances? Or do you know anywhere that does? Uh, you mean like ale and? I'm on about something a bit more different. Uh, How does plants? <laughs> I uh, I think I know what you might be implying here, and uh, we're, I, we're not. I don't keep that kind of establishment. Do you know where that does? Uh, Why? I, I'm afraid I don't go in for that kind of thing. I, I couldn't possibly. Inside check. Um, <laughs> Inside I'll, check. I'll go for it. <laughs> 20. Hey, 20. Um, <laughs> you try to You get the younger. impression that he's telling the truth and he feels really awkward now. <laughs> Kind of like, oh my god, who have I let these rooms out to? They're all drug addicts. <laughs> uh, it just says, um, uh, is there anything on the more uh, legal side that I could serve you with tonight? I, I know that your friend just had, uh, is asked for milk. Uh, wow, man. Yeah, uh, do you do buckets? Buckets? <laughs> you, you just want a bucket full of ale? Yes, please. No, a bucket full of your strongest spirit. I'm not sure that I have enough of it to fill the bucket, but uh, uh, between a couple of different things, uh, when I, can... I when I say bucket, I mean more of a one that I'd use to build a sandcastle, <laughs> like a small pail. Yes. Uh, sure. I, I'm sure I've got something like that lying around. Thank you. Uh, Should I make three flagons. It's <laughs> much more easy. And as he reaches down behind the bar, pulls up like a, a small metal pail that's probably about six inches tall by maybe three or four inches round. Uh, you see him look inside, sniff it, turn his nose about it, just like tip something out down, <laughs> down the drain. It's good, it's good. <laughs> Adds to the flavour. Just gives it like a cursory yeah, white round with the cloth that he had in his hand. Spits it. <laughs> uh, and then you see him uh, grab um, grabs a bottle from the, the back shelf of the bar there. Um, pours out a clear liquid that has like a light blue tinge to it, and uh, just like blub 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 blub. quite viscous. Uh, this one's not. It, it's right. it has the same consistency as water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just like as you see him pour it out, and you can see it in the bottle, it has like a, a, a light blue tinge to it. Um, he says, uh, "This is a." This is something that a uh, friend of mine uh, whips up. Where would I be able to find this friend of yours? <laughs> <sighs> Around. He, he, he's on the road most of the time. Um, is his name Costco? No, no, it's not. not. <laughs> it's Cusco. It's Cusco. It's Cusco's poison. Right. 
Cusco is. I did. I mean, if you ever find him, his his name's on the bottle, and it says uh, Arzan's um, Arzan's lightning blast. Arzan's lightning blast. Yeah. It's like Tango Ice Glass. It's got these really big chunks of ice in it as well. Darling, would you like one? Um, oh, that's not one. Can I get two of those, please? Thank you. Oh no, I don't want, I don't, I don't want that amount. <laughs> I'm fine with shots or something, but I don't, I don't want half a pail of this. Just a shot? Yeah, yeah, go on. As he pulls out a shot glass from behind the bar, like dunks it into the pail and yeah. just like puts it down the sure. front of full of this. How much will that be? Uh, I mean, you bought the entire bottle. I, I, look, you, you've got rooms here and you, you, you're pretty good customers so far. Um, I'll give you the bottle for seven gold. Deal. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna slide the shot over at Dahlia, pick up the bucket, she has. Yeah, the bucket in the shot, <laughs> and just straight down. I'm gonna try and do it as a shot, like, oh, that oh, one. Oh. You're going to die. Um, hey, so, Dahlia, as you uh, down this shot, there's like a... Uh, I feel like I should have been there for spare the die. There's, there's no way that your character would, would know what the sensation is like, but the only way that I can describe it to you is like putting a battery on your tongue. Right. <laughs> <gasps> you just drank a battery. You get like that tingly, yeah, yeah. almost like staticky. It's not, it's not like quite, it's not like, quite like, you really take a shot, it's quite like, like hot, like hot, like, like alcohol yeah, burn. Yeah, it's not quite like that alcohol burn. But you get like, yeah, it, it's like, like I say, the sensations like putting a, putting a battery yeah. on your tongue, like yeah. a tingly, almost numb feeling. Do you know it's kind of freak out a bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, Osbert, I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> Artist advantage. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, no. Okay. Um, as you just glug, 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 glug this It's the strongest thing he has. Um, <laughs> You like halfway through the the, the pail, your your tongue goes tongue goes numb. Then you feel that sensation just like spread down your gullet into your stomach. Still have a stroke. <laughs> yeah, it's down one half of your body. Um, you like you take it. You sort of like have to sort of stead, put both hands on the bar and steady yourself for a second as you like swallow again to stop it from coming back up. But there's just like this numb. Numbness starts to like spread through your body and then it, it, it fizzles out after about 30 40 seconds. Um, Inzul, Inzul just looks at you and says, Eyes wide, I've never seen anyone do that in the history of Dota. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell Arzan that it needs to be stronger. And I guess say it twice, Kevin, no, that please. That was the last bottle. I'm waiting on Arzan coming around in the next few days. Ah! It's probably that strong. Yeah, the diluting process of urination um, isn't going to take that out. Arzan is, is due in in uh, two, three days. He should be back around with uh, more stock. He should be bringing me some more Tigathian liqueur as well. Ooh. Oh my god, my cock going out on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Not fire, electricity. Just like, just no. <laughs> it's like, like it's like I stuck my knob into the mains. So you're taking the electricity, you're giving electricity <laughs> back. <laughs> you're just like oh. no. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll go to. Uh, what were you just going to sleep or? Uh, yeah, but I kind of want to like pray to the trickster. Okay. What 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 do you? What's your prayer? I kind of want to ask for a bit of guidance in like my quest. Uh. So so what do you say? What's your, what's your prayer? I don't know. Uh, hello, trickster. Um, it is me, Wato Hanohano. Uh, long time. Uh. I'm, I'm I'm currently looking out. I, I've heard about the whole, you know, the prophecy thing, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna have a good crack at it. Uh, but I was, could you help me out on a few details? Uh, it is, it maybe just point me in the direction. I've heard many different interpretations, and I do not know which one to believe. 
any little helps? Uh, roll a d20. Beats me times. Oh no, no, use my beats <laughs> Use my joker dice. Is this one I can guidance? Then this is a nine. 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 The German for you messed up. <laughs> um. Oh, it's not falling so well. You finish the prayer in in the the manner which you're accustomed to, just kind of like reaching out to this this entity that that grants you your power. Um. You don't really feel. You feel like the, the, the message got there. He's probably busy. And I'm just going to collapse because I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, can, I, can I run up, run up to his, run up to Hattel's room and... What or Hattel, what What or Hattel. I've got the door like, um, they're like, here please. We both paid for it. Oh yes, this is the thing. I grab it, run down. I wanted this half back. <laughs> I grab it, but I'll even say I did run back down and kind of pour out the shot glasses and be like, to the spirit in the sky. Oh, hello! The amount of copyrights. The amount of references. This will be the last episode, as we've just been sued by <laughs> literally everyone. Sued by Eurovision. We've <laughs> <laughs> just been sued by uh, everyone on uh, so what a bunch of squares. Badger, uh, Mittens comes up to the room with you, and guidance. Uh, mm. <laughs> he says, um, uh, "So, uh, what, what would you like to attempt first? Uh, let's see what's in the book first. Sure. Um, open the book. Open the book. Um, it's knowing how wizards operate. Mm-hmm. It's just it's complete gibberish to you." Um, it's full of like glyphs and sigils, runes and scrawlings in various different languages that like don't really make any sense to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitten says, um, "Ah, yes, uh, th- this this is somewhat familiar to me. Um, I, I I use the same notation as as Halasta, so I, I should be able to help you uh, to." Learn how to do some of these incantations. Oh, excellent. I can only do one. Um, so, if I let you know a couple of the ones that's in here, uh, mm-hmm. I- I'll let you know what, what, what's, what he's got. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this one here, um, there's one that uh, I-, I presume you already know it. it. It's the spell to summon a familiar. Yes. Yes. As you can see, Mr. Nipples. Uh, naturally. Uh, how about... And you can see him sort of like the, the pause trace across the, uh, the the right and there as he's like... You can see his mouth's going as well, but like not saying anything as he's kind of like... Like mouthing some of the words um, as he's going through it. He says, uh, uh, th- this one here is something that my master found very useful during his, uh, his research. Um, oh, that sounds helpful. Uh, this spell allows you to uh, create uh, an invisible, uh, shapeless force that that can Ooh. perform tasks uh, for for one hour. Uh, what else is there? It's a good option, but I would like to know what other options there are. Uh, so also, um, how how powerful are you? Uh, I can only access uh, second tier spells currently. Right, uh, the, uh, same with me. That's all the ones that I can understand mm. in here. So there's another one here that uh, will allow you, if you concentrate on it for, for up to a minute, uh, you, you can just hold a, a person in place, stop them from moving, freeze that them. Very, that sounds very helpful. Um, I, I could, uh, I could instruct you uh, on the incantation, and you can write it in your own notation, uh, mm-hmm. allowing you to, to perhaps cast it. It's about any um, illusion type of spells that he has in his books. Illusion, illusion, uh, and you can see him sort of flick through pages. Um, you know the necromancer. Illusion. They're not. Hey, leave him alone. <laughs> 
Necromancy isn't evil necromancy. No, but it's probably not an illusion kind of thing. It's not illusion necromancy. It's just necromancy. He says jokes. There's, there's, uh, there's another one that I can use. Um, where th- this is a, a, a fairly simple first tier spell. Uh, where if you're in trouble, if you're surrounded by enemies, uh, you you can in in a, a cone in front of you fling out flashing, dazzling colours, uh, blinding them for a time so that you can get away. Oh, um, is that by any chance a, um, oh, what's it called? Illusion. That's yes, my it, it, it uses illusion. Oh, oh unfortunately, I think I can only copy one. It's, so it's either the choice of that. What is that name of that spell? Uh, this one is called uh, uh, Colour Spray. Ah, and the other one? Uh, the one with the holdy holdy stoppy. Oh, that one, that one is Hold Person. Right. Right. Magic yeah. names, aren't they? <laughs> well, it's I mean, kind of unseen it's, servant it's, it's pretty much. Does what it says on the tin. Hold the person. She says, yes, it's uh, Colour Spray or, or um, Hold Person. Oh. What's, what's your preference? I'm gonna have a look at the spells. Sorry, I'm just looking at color spray specifically. So does it like blind uh, so, people? So color spray, the, the way that it works is uh, you roll 6d10 and in a 15 foot cone in front of you, mm-hmm. uh, or in a 15 foot cone originating from you, basically, uh, the 6d10 that you roll, and it's like sleep, it affects uh, that many hit points worth of creatures. Right, okay. The are so it, you start with the lowest, mm-hmm. uh, and then each creature that gets affected by it is is blinded until the spell ends. Um, I think I'm gonna take whole person. And I don't think there's a save. No, there is. If it happens, it just happens. Is that how sleep works? It's hard. It's, uh, but that's the problem. You've got to roll for it. Yeah. Um, I know everybody. You have like people roll. Ooh, I'm gonna go whole person. Ain't it like a hundred gold to copy that down as well? I'm gonna go with color spray. So that's my <laughs> um, Isn't it like? It is. I just remember. It's, it's just, fifty per level. Well, you can level. do this for twenty-five because you get half. Yes, I've got twenty-five. It's it's fifty. It's fifty gold per level of the spell. Isn't yes. It? Mm-hmm. So I've yeah, got twenty-five. It be... I'm gonna have to go with color spray. Uh, don't you get it half though because it's an illusion spell. That's why it's yeah. twenty-five. So it's twenty-five. Yeah. So if you if you spend um, twenty-five minutes. It's eight because hours. it's well, it, it's twenty-five golds worth of ink and parchment. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have you bought ink and parchment yet? That would depend on my pack. I'll have a look at the pack. You, you, know, you would have to go get like the magic inks. Oh yeah, the, right, okay. Specific parchment. So, um, okay, knowing knowing so that, poor. knowing that you you would know that you would know that you would have That's to do fine. that. So if you want. We could say that from coming from the palace, mm-hmm. you've caught. Uh, you could have gone down to uh, Greta's shop, right, uh, and bought some ink and parchment. How much would that have been? Twenty-five gold. That's, so that's the cost. Of, that's the cost of the thing. Oh, is that as a whole? Is, does that? Is that included? It's like twenty-five with... golds worth of materials to copy oh, it into your spellbook. Right, I get you. So now. it's not like it's it's not a, a cash cost. It's right. that much material. Right, okay. obviously the higher the spell, That's the more fine. complex That's fine, I'll do that. Is. I'll do that then. Because I understand that. Yeah. I would have done that if so it's, that. Yeah. Sorry. I, that's what I'm assuming. Yes, I would have. I would like to do that if that's okay with yeah. you. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that you got that on the way back and Excellent. you spend the evening um, fashioning a, a, a card for that spell to go in, into your deck. Excellent. Uh, that's pretty much, actually, um, I was looking over the notes and you know how with the idea of soul transference, uh, how it said it could have specific ties to, um, Lindra, I don't, I think that, um, there may be going on conspiracy here because I'm a mad crazy old gnome who goes from the forest and talks to trees and birds and little things. But that's I'm fine. Um, but um, Osbert, I think he might not be entirely right, but also also right. I don't think Galval wants war. I think they want to avoid it. So they sent specifically these uh, assassin type arcane sentinels. 
uh, more like spies, uh, to keep an eye on this guy. Because I think Felindra, um, the Archlector is like a mage, right? Or like Archmage. Yeah. No, the Archlector is just like who's in charge. Like that's the, the hierarchy of Galba. Oh, if she was a right. mage. The, the Archlector. No, 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 but I thought she, it meant like. No, like, but I thought it was like. Um, no, right, no. in my head was like cir- like the circles. No, no, no. So like the, Grand Enchanter. The, the, the conclave of lectors is six. Lector is just the title. That's the, fine, I understand so that. So the Arch Lector is the seventh who breaks ties and mm-hmm. is in, like the, the head of the conclave. Um, so so Valindra, the, the Arch Lector, she, I mean, she might be a, a wizard or a caster of some, pipe, mm-hmm. some kind, but I mean, that would then imply that she's. Uh, under the the eye of the the arcane sentinels in in some respect. Um, I think possibly it could be one of two things. Um, I may as well put the worst one out. Arguably, depends on which one of those could be possibly the worst one. Uh, is she's a lich? A lich. A lich. Soul transference. Hence why she wants to keep the secrets down away to hide from others. But. The worst one, I don't. I think that's less probably likely. Hopefully not. Yes, let's hope it's not. Um, the other is, I don't think your master is dead. The research is valuable. In the right hands, that is very valuable. He's soul transference. He, you're right from saying you put a different soul into a body of non-living material. A host, a puppet. Yes, I, I think that's what he was trying to do. And in the right hands, you uh, uh, it's hard to kill a puppet, correct? Oh no, 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 I, I don't think he was doing it in that sense. I'm it, not saying that, I know was... he wasn't. But magics can be manipulated if under work, if they work the same principles. Uh, so... If you, right, he's, well, he's studying soul transference, correct? That's what I think he was doing, yes. Right, um, it doesn't mean he can't put a soul into something more desirable. Oh, I see. Um, like golems, specific armies. I see. Yes, then. I could be just crazy. I mean, both and conspiracy. Of those, both of those ideas strike me as, as, as equally terrible. Um, uh-huh. One more so in in the sense that an entire country could be ruled by a lich, but um, I think that. If that were the case, the Arcane Sentinels might have done something about it. Who says they can't? That's a very good point. They could be in on it. That's the point. If they, if it's under the same idea, let's say, army of golems, using magic against them as their own weapon. And that makes sense as to why they would restrict access to necromancy. Uh-huh. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. I could be a crazy old gnome talking to trees and birds. Isn't yes, that right, this could gnome? all just be a terrible mix-up. Oh yes, that's. I really hope so. I really do. I'd rather not, you know, just Gollum's car out of nowhere, just yeah. going skadoosh. Goodbye, world. I mean, it wasn't going to happen. Well, that's a better idea than his company. Yeah. So. I really hope I haven't given the DM an idea. Very so many kind of thing. Yes, that's the literally yeah, what the I anvil. thought. It's the anvil. Because they, in yeah, magic, you need the, a conduit. I've made the golem army, by the way. <laughs> uh, Mittens just looks like, just sort of sits sits on the end of the bed, um, like closes up the spell book after you finish with it. And he says, uh, well, um, I won't be sleeping tonight. Thank you very much. But, good, good, good. Well, that's certainly food for thought. I have something I can help with that. I'm not gonna cast sleep. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I would have, but I don't have any wild cards left, Dave. <laughs> um, he says it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll manage. Um, yes, definitely food for thought. I mean, the next question is, what are we going to do about it? Ooh, nothing. I'm pretty sure that Osbert won't like the sound of it. Well, if you think that Halaster might still be alive. Do we go to Galvar and try and find him? We could possibly. I mean, I I don't have what it means. Um, 
Yes, I'm a wizard, but I'm not one of any particular power, so I could oh, hopefully I, I avoid it, their eye. I also know that it, 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 we would have to go there on overland. It, it would take quite a powerful mm. magic user to be able to teleport us there, mm. and I can't do that. Mm. The, the, the spell is probably in this book somewhere, but I can't understand it yet. Again, this could be just a horrible mix-up, but I don't like coincidences, and this is a very big coincidence. Winky dink. It, it, it is indeed. You are right. Um, I could just be stretching lives that don't exist. Well, before, be safe than I, I think that before we come up with any more conspiracies that terrify the very life from us, mm -hmm. we should try and sleep. sleep. I mean, she could be a dracolich for oh, we know. dear. Let's just go to sleep and hope that things look a little better in the morning. I have something that can help with that. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> As he just, he, he sort of like jumps down off the bed, uh, takes the spell book and just like shoves it under mm. the bed, uh, goes to the windowsill and just like goes around in a couple of circles. Does the cat and thing. Does the cat thing, goes around in a couple of circles and then just like curls up in the windowsill. Okay, he's he like, he's, he lays his staff down across the rest of the windowsill. Windowsill. Please, Mage, I'm just a stroke. <laughs> Take him not touching him. <laughs> um, so you guys, uh, Osbert and Dahlia, are still downstairs in the in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're just still drinking. Still having a good time. <laughs> My plan is to try and just like end up sleeping in the like drink enough until I pass out and just sleep on a table. Sleep on the table, like lie over a table, like. <laughs> Um, I've got a good idea actually, yeah, dog. Yeah. What is it? Um, can I buy, please, uh, like something that's not painful when you drink it? But yeah, it's something that's a little trouble. Uh, ale? A, a spirit, more likely, that I'll need. Uh, I mean, most of the spirits that I've got are, are pretty much gonna. How much is the how much of the tie death the cure Russell? What, what, what did you do? What did you just want? Like the cheapest, nastiest spirits that I've got, or something middle of the range? Roll the force you want to do. I got cheapest, nastiest. Cheapest, nastiest. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I think I've got something that, that, that might interest you. Um, as he, he reaches to the back of our game and pulls this. Uh, Black bottle. Uh, the the outside of it's black, so you can't see what's inside. It's got like a a, a really rough cork in the top of it that you just like out the top. Um, pours it into a glass, uh, like a, a, a not quite a shot glass, but like a, a sort of like a whis whiskey tumbler type thing. Uh, pours like a, a a finger's width into it, uh, and it's. Uh, brown, brackish colour, um, just says, uh, uh, why don't you give that a try? Do you have an eyedropper, my friend? An eyedropper? An eyedropper. Are, are you going to put that in your eye? I, I would strongly caution against that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't have illicit substances, what else am I going to do? Uh, drink illicit substances or just go to your room and, and turn in for the night. I, I have to admit that it, it's getting rather late and I'm, I'm going to close up soon. And as he says that, you kind of look around and realise that you're the only two left in the bar. Um, How about a relationship? Put another uh, fingers width in that glass, please. Glocks another fingers width in the glass and he says, uh, enjoy. Nah, I'm fair, I'm already all over the place. I don't need any more persuasion. Might put another thing that's wish in there. You sure? Well, you're the boss. Pours another thing that's within. To Galvar. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a concept. This is against his breath weapon. <laughs> 18. 18. Day 18. Um, you hit the deck. <laughs> you lean back as you as you swig <laughs> this going. swig this this liquid down. That's like it tastes like dirty pond water. <laughs> um, it's not great. Ah. It's 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 got like that alcohol tang though. Um, but yeah, just just. 
somebody could have scooped this up out of a murky pond and just put it into a bottle. And um, as you sort of lean back to drink it, you, you sway a little bit as you're about to go off the bar stool. You just kind of like get your hands forward and steady yourself on the bar. Uh, as uh, <laughs> Inzul just kind of looks at you and says, I, I think you've had quite enough, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I'll kind of uh, link arms, link, link arms and then try walk, walk it back to the room. Uh, good night, Osbert. I know you. Good night. Bye. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything else before you go to sleep? No. Right. So long rest. Spells and hit points back. Woohoo! <laughs> I actually have health. What? Back to full. No, well, you don't have health. I know. I've got to be on more, more now than what I've done for heart. Oh my god! I'm so happy. How much was that? Like, think about yeah, it. Uh, he charged you seven silver for that. I'm gonna just give him gold because I don't want. Do you want some of my components? Get twenty-five silver. Sleep takes you, mm. and no creepy humors. And have you Well, well, I quickly changed the music. Too, so. <laughs> um, creepy humors. So you gotta. Yeah, I swear to God, put like evil dream music on. <laughs> I predicted it. <laughs> are we all? Is it like morning, or are we actually having a creepy dream? Not quite. <laughs> Sweet. It's early morning. Dawn is just broken. As you're all woken up by all th- the the entire room begins to shake. Which one? All of them. The music we use on the podcast is provided by a few artists who very kindly made their work available for free on the internet. Uh, the artists we use and where you can find them are Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, Mew, spelled M-Y-U-U, at SoundCloud.com slash Mew, Vinswept, uh, which is Vinswept.bandcamp.com, and Alexander Zelenov, which is SoundCloud.com slash Alexander Zelenov. For a full list of the tracks that we use, just check out the description in the episode. 